With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Rod Serling. You're listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Keith Walker's convoluted tale of now you see it, now you don't. There's period. Starring Jackie Cooper. In a mutual broadcasting system presentation of... Brought to you by the makers of Hallmark Cards, Nabisco, Kodak, and the Ford Motor Company. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. Hey, anybody here? Hey, anybody? Hold your britches and coming! 
Shuttlecock, Pops. That's some act, Mr. Old Man Shuffle. Don't knock it, Gavin. Them fools, a lot of them nosy people. I don't doubt it. You still doing, uh, business? Naturally. Think this flea-bitten garage is a front for a flea-bitten garage? Good. I need two items by tomorrow night. A cold 38 and a parachute. Can do. Cold gun costs you extra, but sure. Uh, what the hell do you want a parachute for? I'm going bird hunting. How much? Six for the gun, maybe a yard and a half for the shoot. Pack them in a garment bag, have them ready by four o'clock. Garment bag costs you extra. Oh, come on, Pops. You got so much stolen inventory. Okay, okay. <laughs> you got to try, you know. See you tomorrow. No, you won't. Brother Brown will be by to make the pickup. Trans-American Flight 44, now boarding, gate 5. Good afternoon, sir. May I see your boarding pass? Right. That'll be midway down the aisle, 27A is a window. Thank you. May I see your boarding passes? Thank you. Left side and coach. May I see your boarding passes? Thank you very much. Well, that's right here in first class. Thank you. That's a lot, Janice. They owe you. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trans-American Flight 44 to Phoenix. I'm Janice Levis, and the charming lady and coach is Betty Cotton. Your captain for today is Gerald Andrews, and the first officer is Kurt Lowens. We hope you enjoy your trip on Trans-American. Thank you. Boy, what a motley bunch today. Looks like a convention for salmon fishermen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look kind of white around the gills. Oh, heavy night last night. Daredevil Daryl up there thought he could dance the orchestra under a table. Speaking of that, I guess I should hop up and get the master's coffee. No, no, you play Miss Sweetness of the Sheep, and I'll do the honors. Ben. Ben's American 4-4, request 2-9-1000, Jet Carter 6-J. Roger, turning now on new heading 160. We'll advise Spring Station. Afternoon, coffee. Before clear. Actually, it's just one of those plane fly on anything else. Oh, I forgot, Kurt. Boy, 14 coffee, 11 teas, and one guy had the guts to ask for me. Don't they ever learn? <laughs> oh, we'll get that one. He looks good in the seat, but I'm loaded. Right. Hello, may I get you something? I can't seem to get the safety belt loose. Well, here, let me help. Where? Rear locker next to the laboratory, brown bag. I think that's got it, sir. Thank you. You all right? Yeah, just nervous to my eyeballs. It'll pass. Think of the money. Just past the lounge, sir. Either door. Two minutes from now, right? Yes, I'm getting anxious. Right. Excuse me, miss. My belt's stuck, too. Only around your stomach, sir. Some people. You know he tried to look up my you-know-what a minute ago? Uh-huh. Oh, that's Kurt. I'll take it. Afternoon, Mr. Lowens. Here's your coffee. Thank you, Miss Levitt. First officer. Mr. Lowen, dear God, there's a man out here with a gun. 
Hello, this is Hugh Downs. Recently, I participated in a Ford LTD fuel economy run from Phoenix to Los Angeles, where the average for five cars was 18.8 miles per gallon with standard 351 V8 engines. The high was 20.3, and I averaged 19.7. My first reaction was surprise, because I think you'll agree the numbers sound a little high. So I'd like to stress that gas mileage depends on many factors. Things like total weight, maintenance, road and driving conditions, and you might not get the same results. But probably most important of all are your personal driving habits, how you behave when you drive. And one of the things we did in the test was to make a point of never exceeding 50 miles an hour. I think all of us who participated would agree that driving reasonably is a very modest price to pay for something else you can get from a Ford LTD. The good feeling of riding in a solid, well-made automobile. The Quiet Riding Ford. The closer you look, the better we look. I don't believe it. Now, which radio do I use? All right, give me that mic. Transamerica 4-4, what the hell is going on there? All right, calm down, Chance. We got the problem, not you. Now, here's the rundown. All right, Jack, are on board holding Betty Cotton hostage. Has a gun. How the hell did he get a gun on board? Listen, Everett, keep your mouth in order. Or do you want me to get on radio count of the old man? Okay, okay. Now, what is the city you want? Uh, our EGA, your station, is 1,400 hours. She wants a fuel top-off and a million dollars. Fuel top-off? What? Oh, a million my aching ass. That tears it fine. A million dollars? What the hell are you supposed to remit? Listen, Everett, I got 63 passengers and a $12 million airplane, and in case you've forgotten, three pretty good crew members up here. And I remind you, that's why this airline pays insurance. Now, why do I tell him while he's waving his pistol? Well, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. From the looks of it, as soon as you can won't be good enough. That's right, Captain. Tell him he's got ten minutes before I start five-minute funerals. You hear, Everett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old man's gonna have some... Ten minutes, Everett. Starting now. Cut the radio, Captain. Janice Everett. Captain Danvers, some of the passengers have been asking about... Move one inch more, Officer Lowen, and this girl... <laughs> Fire that gun and you'll kill us all. Now, wouldn't that be too bad for both of us? Hold still, miss. I promise not to harm a hair in your pretty head. May I answer? That's our radio link to company headquarters. Put it on the overhead speaker. Danvers. Chance. I can't reach the old man. He's en route to his home. But I call the FBI. Chance. You're going to get us all killed. Captain, do not use the radio anymore. Let the man stew for a while. But I can't. Quiet and do as I say. Now, Miss Levitt, what about the passengers? Look, they know something's going on. I think they should be told. Captain, I'm releasing Miss Cotton here and taking Miss Levitt. You will get on the speaker and tell them there is nothing to worry about. You may say there is a hijacker aboard, but that we were put into Phoenix. How long? Eight minutes. Good. Captain, you can't... Heard. Shut up. All right, miss. Let's go see the nice people. Do you think you'll follow through? Yes, I think so, Gavin. He's no one's fool. This is your captain speaking. As some of you have guessed, we have a man on board who's using the plane to extort Braver money from the American Earth. But it won't matter. However, you have well, nothing to fear. I'll get everyone strapped in. I'll give you my I don't either. In fact, I'm planning on it. They've become too used to all the news stories about hijacking to do anything rash. Show me how to use this mic. I estimate about six minutes from now to we're able to land. Ladies and gentlemen, what the captain has been saying is the truth. 
I have no plans to harm anyone unless they get out of line. I see a gentleman in the third row. You, sir, please leave the seatbelt fastened. Behave, and in a little while, you're home free. Yeah, chance here. Mr. Chance John Turco, FBI. I'm in the tower. Your aircraft has just landed. Any word from your president? Yeah. Well, I don't know why, but he's uh, proved the money the bank of Phoenix is collecting it now. Should be our. That is, uh, unless you got some suggestions. Well, I'm afraid not, Mr. Chance. I've got men posted around the field, including two snipers, but it doesn't look like the hijacker will come out. Oh. One thing, though, I'd like to try and get the passengers out in exchange for the money. Well, have you had any luck talking with the plane? No, sir. But maybe if you'd come up and give them the word about the money. Yeah, I suppose I'd better. Hey, why this end of the field, Captain? Oh, I guess they want us as far away from the terminal as possible. May I? Go on. Danvers. Chance. The money's on the way. Two suitcases as instructed. Hundreds, fifties, and tens. A million dollars? I didn't know you could put all that money in. Please, be quiet. Uh, Captain, put this on the speaker so that hijacking bastard can hear it. It's on already. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, there's no deal on the money unless you release the passengers. Tell him the minute the money's on board, he's got him. Oh, I heard. Okay. Now, how do you get the money? I'll go. No, you won't. I've seen you John Wayne types before. Miss Levitt goes. The money comes back, the passengers go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll advise when the money arrives. After the passengers are on the bus, Mr. Chance, and Miss Levitt's back on board with the money. You sure this chase plane idea is going to work? Well, it's our best bet in case they set the 727 down in some remote field. I hope so. Well, what do you think you'll do? Well, I got a hunch. There's no mention of destination. So? Well, a destination's usual in these cases, except one that I remember. Several years ago, a man named Cooper managed to grab a plane and then used a parachute to get away. Could be he's trying to sing his thing. Hello, I'm going to Afghanistan to hunt rocks, and I need a small camera uh -huh. because Look, I... Look, I've got six different models of the Kodak Pocket Instamatic camera, and well, you know, only... you need the Pocket 20. It only weighs about four ounces. Well, well that sounds good. I have to walk over loose gravel uh -huh. for six months and live with the What kind of are you hunting? Uh, diamonds. Oh, so am I. The Kodak Pocket Instamatic camera. Six different models starting at less than $23. Success is not inevitable. I've returned home many times empty-handed. Oh, so have I. <laughs> I remember growing up, but most of all, I remember Mama. The day she brought the new baby home and how jealous I was. Then Mama said he was a present just for me to love. Oh, yes, I remember Mama. The look in her eyes the day I became a mother. Then I understood it all for the first time. This Sunday is Mother's Day. Remember with a Hallmark card when you care enough to send the very best. Three minutes to go, Captain. I'd advise you to go IFR about now and get down among those clouds just in case they're smart enough to put another plane in our tail. Miss Levitt, come with me. I'll need some help with the shoot. You sure you know how to use this thing? Absolutely. Hey, what? You're not getting this money! Sir, don't! You no. stupid! What are you, nothing? Oh. 
that ought to take care of. Oh, I hate to do this. What? Oh. Neatly done, Jack. Oh, I hate it. You should have been the one. He would have never let me near him. Besides, as we planned, Kurt had to be goaded until he was put out of action. Quickly before Betty Boo manages to get out of that john. Oh, that lovely money is ours, Daryl. Oh, it's so exciting. All right, all right. Save the excitement for later. Help me get your friend to the rear stairs. Oh. There. I'll get back to the cockpit and release the ram safeties. I'm sure you can dump them out. Oh, sure. What the hell do I care with all that money? Oh, good. Remember to brace yourself when they open the ramp. Right. Yes. You fell like a rock. Oh, good. That part's over. Oh. Daryl, I think Hurt's coming, too. Well, my sweet, whack him again. Now, get the money transferred to the garment bag your friend so neatly left us and let Betty out. Daryl, you're sure no one will suspect. I told you they'll never know. They'll never find the body, and even if they do, it'll look like his chute didn't open. What about the follow plane? Quit worrying. We're in cloud cover, and I won't report that he's jumped for another five minutes, okay? Okay, sweetheart. Good. Now, we get poor Kurt to the hospital. I'm sure the company will consider us heroes. And when we get back, you just plead nervous exhaustion and take that little vacation we planned. <laughs> Maybe even at company expense. <laughs> So you see, Mr. Chance, with the company being so nice about everything, well, I, I thought I'd take them up on the offer and get away for a while. <laughs> of course, of course, my dear. Uh, take as long as you like. I understand perfectly. Uh, I just wish Captain Danvers felt like you and would take some time off, but, well, he's a workhorse. Won't think of it till his regular vacation. <laughs> uh, look, I haven't. Uh, why don't you take our polar flight to London? Oh. I'm sure we can clear deadhead space for you. <laughs> oh, why, Mr. Chance, that's sweet. Uh, would today be all right? Hello, operations. Captain Danvers here. That's right, I'm taking the flight to Rome as planned. Um, I wonder what the weight manifest looked like. <laughs> yes, I've got a couple of rather heavy packages. Gifts for relatives there. Oh, fine. I'd appreciate that. See you in an hour. Good evening, Captain. I have a gun if you're interested. How did you get a Survive? Well, your nasty lady friend doesn't hit very hard. The shock of the cold air revived me enough to open the chute. A long walk and some checking, and I am. I notice you put packages too there. Mind if I open them? Oh, nice. Where's the rest? I don't have it. Oh, can't expect me to believe that, can you? But it's the truth. Janice Levitt took her half and left. I'm supposed to meet her in Rome tomorrow. Uh-huh. Well, I guess it makes sense. Hey, wait. Hey. Can't you leave me, son? A, a little? Afraid not, Captain. 
Fair's fair, you know. Oh, one thought. I wouldn't go to the police. They might find this whole thing a little hard to believe. Ciao, Captain. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Mr. McAllister, it was a real pleasure having had you on my flight. I kind of wish we were laying over in Madrid. Enjoy your stay. Thank you, I will. Gavin! Gavin, over here! <laughs> oh, you made it! Gavin! How does it feel to be half a Spanish millionaire? <laughs> It's a great day here at the Ritz Cracker Bakery. Ritz is celebrating its 40th birthday with the Ritz Blitz. That means you're going to save a lot of money because... I see it! I see it! I can't see it! The crowd is getting very excited. We're waiting for the Motors Ritz birthday box. We've been told there are money-saving coupons printed right on the box. 40 cents worth for the Ritz 40th birthday. And I, I think... Yes! Yes! It's here now! right in my head. It is magnificent. There's a coupon to save you 13 cents on Nescafe instant coffee. Save 10 cents on Nutter Butter cookies. 7 cents on Blue Bun and Margarine. And save 10 cents on Snack Mate cheese spread. Save a total of 40 cents during the Ritz 40th birthday celebration. Remember, everything's great when it sits on a Ritz. So look for the Ritz Crackers birthday box from Nabisco at your grocer's now. Happy birthday, Ritz. Offer void where prohibited. I'm Rob Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. Fair's Fair, you know, is an original radio drama by Keith Walker. Jackie Cooper was heard as Gavin McAllister. Featured in the cast were Jane Webb, Jenny Tyler, John Larch, Jack Crucian, and Ben Cooper. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Casting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.